Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a former therapist, a highly sensitive person, and a boundary setting coach for highly sensitive people. My hope for this podcast is to create a feeling of community, be a supportive place for HSPs, and normalize our experiences as highly sensitive people. Thank you so much for joining me, and let's begin. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I am a boundary setting coach for highly sensitive people. I have a few reminders for you before we get into the episode. So this summer, I will be releasing one episode per month instead of two so that I have more time for my family and more time to work on things that I will be letting you know about for the end of the summer, beginning of the fall, fingers crossed, (laughs) everything's set up for then. So if you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast. It really helps other people find it, and it helps them know that it's worth listening to. And if you leave a five-star review, I will read it on an episode. I also wanted to remind you to check out my website, laurenlasallecoaching.com. If you go to my free resources page, you will see my free boundary setting workbook for highly sensitive people. You can either fill in your answers on your tablet or computer or phone, or you can print it out and you can handwrite in your answers, whichever works best for you. And while you are on my website, I would strongly recommend if you like this podcast and you like learning things about being a highly sensitive person and about boundary setting as a highly sensitive person, I would highly suggest you join my email list. I send out tips. I send out exclusive offers. I send out reminders and announcements about events that I'm doing. I sometimes announce things to my email list before I open it up to the general public. So if all of that sounds good to you, go to my website and join my email list. You can do that right on the homepage. Okay, so I think a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that I did get an email with a question for me, and it's taken me a while to finally get around to it. So the question is about how do you keep yourself from bursting into tears? That's a great question. A tough question. (laughs) I don't know if I'll have a great answer for you. So this person says one of their greatest difficulties in their life is preventing themselves from bursting into tears most of the time. They have a very disturbing boss with very upsetting offenses. It's very difficult to change jobs, but how can one cope and not burst into tears every hour or offense? So that is... I think probably something that a lot of HSPs deal with. So thank you for submitting that question. And I'm going to leave the name out just for anonymity's sake. I don't know if they'd like me to share their name, but if you submitted the question, I'm sure you know that it's yours. So I guess the first thing I want to share is it is really, really difficult when you feel like you're going to cry or when you do cry in a public place. And especially if you're at work, because I feel like we have this view of crying as a weakness and it's just something that I feel like we're not supposed to do in front of other people, especially in public or at work. And a lot of people don't feel comfortable being around someone who's crying. 
So I think that's kind of where sometimes it feels a little awkward and uncomfortable for for everyone who's there because you don't want to cry in front of people and they maybe don't really feel comfortable being around you when you're crying because they don't know what they're supposed to do or what they're supposed to say or how to respond in that situation. So I will say that crying is obviously a really natural thing that everybody does and it's a really good way to release stress and get out those negative, for lack of a better word, negative feelings that you are feeling. It's a really great way to just let it all out. So I, there is that. It is unfortunate that it's happening at work and that it's your boss who is doing or saying things that's really upsetting you to the point where you feel like you're going to cry or you do cry. And I know you said changing jobs is really difficult. I think if it were me, I would really be looking into at least trying to find another job. I don't know if it might be weird to talk to HR and see if there's anything they can do. I'm sure you don't want this to turn into some sort of confrontation with your boss or or some sort of conversation about what's been going on. I'm also wondering if your boss is aware that what they're doing or saying is affecting you in this way. Some people don't realize if they're joking or making certain comments how it can negatively affect other people, especially if you are more sensitive to things like HSPs. We take a lot of things personally. I feel like it's it's really, you can try not to cry. It's hard to try not to cry sometimes. But besides getting a new job or not being around this boss, I don't know what else you're supposed to do in this type of situation or what else you can do. I do think sometimes it can be helpful to watch how you're breathing and be aware of how you're breathing. So if you are starting to feel like you're going to cry, make sure you are really taking deep, full breaths. And sometimes that can help you not cry (laughs) or at least sort of calm your body down a little bit. So really making sure you're breathing in holding that breath for a couple seconds. And then when you exhale, really extend the exhale. So I think society really needs to shift its view around this. And when I was working in a community mental health agency, I was working with a bunch of other therapists and case managers, and we were all very open about our feelings, and we would just cry if we needed to cry. I mean, sometimes half the room would be crying. It was really, really nice and really freeing just to be able to express your feelings, express how you're feeling in that moment, and know that you're not going to be judged. And I really wish all workplaces would adopt this because I don't think expressing your feelings, especially crying, is should be seen as something negative. I do get that there are instances where it might seem unprofessional, but I think we really need to be more accepting of crying. It's okay to cry. It's helpful to cry. So that's all I have to say about that. I really wish I could have given you a helpful answer, but I did want to make sure to address your question. 
So to end this episode, I have a guided meditation for you to help with stress and anxiety. It's all about noting your thoughts, and this is on my Patreon page for the podcast. I will link to it in the episode description if you'd like to check it out. I am going through kind of a transition period with the Patreon this summer, so if you would like to join this summer, I would appreciate it. There's not going to be too much going on over there in in terms of extra things that you get, so I will have that more situated again in a couple months, so if you'd like to check it out then, I will definitely remind you to do so when it's all set up. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this guided meditation, and I will see you in a month. Simply by bringing awareness to the mind, you naturally detach from its thoughts and meanderings. When you observe your own thoughts, you naturally create a separation from them, because you see that they often arise on their own. In this way, you are not as likely to get sucked into each thought. You can notice individual thoughts, overarching mental states, or how active or dull the mind is in any given moment. This practice offers yet another way to understand the thinking mind. You will use a simple noting exercise to look at where the mind is as thoughts arise. Rather than focusing on the content of the thoughts themselves, you will tune into their general context. Now close your eyes and adjust your body to find a comfortable and sustainable posture. As you will be working with thoughts, it is helpful to dedicate the first five minutes to building concentration. Choose a place in the body and rest awareness on the breath. When the mind wanders, simply bring it back with kindness to the experience of breathing. Open your awareness to the mind and thought processes. Using the breath as your anchor, stay with the sensation of breathing until a thought comes up. When you notice a thought arise, note what its general context is. Rather than tuning in to the specifics of the thought, note whether it is rumination, problem solving, fantasizing, or another thinking pattern. When you recognize you are thinking, note the thought and return to the breath. Patiently sit with the body breathing, waiting for another thought to arise. Again, note what the thought is in general without diving into specifics or getting wrapped up in it. After five minutes or so, you may consider adding in an additional piece. Note whether the thought is about the past, present, or future.
without labeling one as good or another as bad, just note where the mind is. As you come out of this practice, try to retain some awareness of the thinking mind. Going about daily tasks, recognize when the mind is off and wandering. Try noting where the mind is when you see this happening. Thank you so much for listening to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. You can help support the show by taking a minute to rate and review it, share a favorite episode with a friend, or go to patreon.com slash highly sensitive podcasts.